The Bar Star Podcast is a show that aims for something a little different. It's hosted by a drummer who thinks he's a musician. But let's be honest. I know and you know that drummers are not musicians, right? Or are they? Hang on a second. Who wrote this crap? This is garbage. Nobody's going to listen to a show put on by somebody they haven't heard of. Stupid. Another episode of the Bar Star Podcast. And not only is it another episode, it is the first official episode that is sponsored by Prophecy Inc. If you listened to my last episode, which you should have, and if you didn't, you need to go back and do it now with Travis King, my tattoo artist, Prophecy Inc. is sponsoring the Bar Star Podcast. If you go into the shop and you mention the Bar Star Podcast, you will get 10% off your tattoo from any artist in the shop, not just Travis. When you get a chance, you need to go by the shop. It's at 907 Baxter Avenue in the Highlands. You can check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash prophecyinc. And you can check them out at prophecyinc.com. Now, that the business is out of the way, I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody is doing well. And I hope you guys went out and did some shit. And I am not flying solo today. I am hanging out with my buddy, Jessica A. Exactly. Jessica A. How are you? Just like that. I'm great. I'm good. How's things? How's life? Oh, life. It's busy. And whatever Mexico. Yeah, I know. It's like you go on well, you know what? I went on the vacation. And the vacation and when you go on a cruise, everything's scheduled anyways. Right. So like we're still waking up at like eight thirty AM. Like <laughs> like what the fuck? supposed to be on vacation. Like, Why are you getting me up I'm at like, 8.30? waking up at 8 a.m. Okay, let's go ziplining. Shit. Better you than me. I'm not doing oh my zip God. shit. No, it was fun. It just, it was way more in, like intense and involved than you <laughs> thought it, it was going to be. I've, I've heard that, but I want to go do one of those rock cruises. They rock have so cruise. many rock cruises. Oh, like concert? Yeah, they have. They yeah, have there the was rock one parked right next to us. Oh, was um, there? Um, Norwegian did it. Yeah, their rig was amazing. Well, they, they we were all like looking over the side of the boat, like <laughs> I want to be on that ship. Not that only ship. that, but when we were boarding to mm-hmm. get back on the ships, their ship was handing out shots. Nice. <laughs> so I was like. Where the fuck are we on this cruise? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, those rock cruises are really cool because it's it the the concept is obviously the same. Everything is all inclusive. Right. But because you're on a ship, you get to hang out with whoever's playing. Right. So they did the Kiss there's a Kiss cruise and then there's um I think Chris Jericho's doing one at the end of this year. It's, I think this one was Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, that would be cool. Um, that would be cool. The one that was parked next to us, nice. Norwegian. But, I mean, on our cruise, they had this, um, gosh, it was something like beach music or beach. It was it was a bunch of people that kept having, like, private parties with, like, tons of music and right, stuff. Right. So it was kind of the same, con- same concept, but it was, like, cover bands. <laughs> I kept taking videos, like, um, guys, <laughs> what are we doing in Louisville, Kentucky? Um, I actually got, oh, my God, I'm showing my age. I'm twice your age, child. Um, <laughs> about 15 years ago or so, I 
I got the chance to go audition for, I think it was Carnival. Mm-hmm. Carnival Cruise Line. That's where we were. Um, to be their a drummer on one of their, I don't remember how they structure it, but to be yeah, on the they ship. They have different stuff. And I, like an idiot, I turned it down. And the only reason I turned it down, because at the time, I had an, uh, uh, I was married before, but mm-hmm. at the time I was married to my ex, my now, thankfully, ex-wife. Um, and <laughs> I, I thought, she's I listening. Thought that, <laughs> fuck no, no, she's not listening. <laughs> anyway, the biggest reason I turned it down is because they have different contracts. And the contract I was up for was six months. You're gone for six months. Right. You're on that boat for yeah. six months. I've never even been on a cruise. Oh, it's fun. A, a, a normal it's, cruise. It's not like it probably how it was then because my, um, so I work for Dance Sensation Studios. There's a little plug for Dance Sensation. I teach there. Hi. And um, so the woman who owns that, my boss, Sandra, she worked on a cruise line, I think. Maybe I'm telling a story now. But um, she worked on a cruise line and she said it was completely different. It was like, because you can't communicate with your family back home, period. Like right. now when you work on a cruise line, I've got a few friends that work on cruise lines. They've got internet packages. They right. Can, they Technology's can, made it a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, so they can communicate back home with their family. Like, they can do right. Facebook. They can do iMessage or whatever. But back then, it was like, hmm, let me send you a letter once yeah. a month. Once a month when we You know, port. or like, she said people would, like, line up for the um, port telephones, like pay phones. And, like, you would spend your entire time off port. Right. Like, when you were an entertainer trying to get to a pay phone. You know the coolest thing about this? What? I said this in my in my when I was hanging out with Dave Hoback. These are the times I wish I had a camera in here. Why? You're totally staring at this mic like it's got a booger. <laughs> I thought I was looking at it lovingly. <laughs> no, you're looking at it like there's something wrong with it. It's pretty. It is pretty, pretty, but I feel like I'm talking to the mic now. <laughs> but you're you're four feet from me. Kicking you off my show. That's it. <laughs> Fucking beat it. I'm done. <laughs> I am. I just keep looking at it like. I thought it was funny. It distracted me and it made me giggle. I noticed I was doing it <laughs> and then I kept doing it. That mic sure is pretty. Just I'll take a picture of it before you leave. <laughs> take a picture, it'll last longer. Did you just Pee Wee Herman me on my own damn show? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I got nothing. The show's <laughs> over. I'm out. See you later. I had you on the show for a few reasons. Um,. Yeah, why did you have me on the show? Why did you pick me? I, I picked you for a couple reasons. One, I, I think you're a cool chick. I think you you definitely have your head together for somebody who's only 26 and doing what we do in the cover scene in Louisville, and that's really freaking cool. Uh, you're still a little kid. I am a little bit. I know, my God, you're so cute. I'm very naive. I'm st- I still get excited about like gigs and... All that stuff, and that's not being naive. That that's not being naive at all. I'm just yeah. You're I'm, not jaded. I'm not. There's a, there's a difference. I'm not. And not saying that the guys in my band don't get excited because they do. Right. They do. Totally I get I excited. still get excited. Yeah. But most people that know me, I, I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years. I've gotten past the nervousness. I used right. to freak out and like drill every song yeah. into my head before <laughs> I would, like the day before, and like right. just really. <laughs> That totally says mommy. And I don't have my glasses on and I can see that. Did you see her emojis a wine glass? No, that I can't see. I'm too old for that shit. Anyways. I'm totally not deleting this or editing this. I'm leaving that. Your mother is stored in your phone as mommy. Yeah. That's fantastic. I call her mommy sometimes. Or mom. 
Oh my Mama. God, you're, you're so cute. <laughs> you're just so cute. Um, anyway, but that's yeah, one of the not, reasons why jaded. I want. No, no, no. You're you're definitely not. That's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show. <laughs> An- another reason is you're a fantastic singer. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> and it kind of. I don't want to say fascinated me, but I can't think of another word right now. Mm. But it kind of fascinated me that you, and correct me if I'm wrong, essentially not literally. (laughs) Oh, shit. There's one. You only get two a show. (laughs) Essentially, not literally. You're a theater kid. Mm -hmm. You grew up singing in in theater. Right. And to make the transition from theater to band, covers, originals is, is irrelevant. It doesn't matter what kind of music you're playing, but you're going from theater, which is very structured, very regimented, very precise. Which is why I'm always early to gigs. <clears throat> always. Good like hour and girl. a half. So I was coming like an hour and a half early to gigs. Like I was coming when Ryan Murphy said he would be there and then he wouldn't get there till 30 minutes later. I was coming that early. Oh, you know what we call that, right? <laughs> That's RMT. RMT. Ryan Murphy Ryan Murphy time. time. <laughs> Well, I wish I would have known about that a year ago, but now I know. Don't get there. When are we getting there? Like, there'll be a group text. When are we getting there? Oh, I don't know. About 830. I think I'm going to set up at 830, 930. I'm like, I'm going to show up at 930. I get there at 930. He's rolling in with his kick drum. (laughs) I'm like, I I always think I'm going to come in and like all the drums are going to be set up. And like ready to go. Right they were one time when I filled in for him. You showed up and the drums were there, and you. I remember what you were like. What? I, yeah, I'm. But see, I'm. I'm super anal about my rig and the way I set up and the way I play. So I'm always first there. Always. Anyway, yeah. But we're not gonna talk about. Maybe me. we should edit that out. I don't want him to get mad at me. <laughs> oh no, I'm all about throwing Ryan under the bus because when he finally shows up and does a damn show with me. He's going to throw me under the bus with That's no true. question. So, yeah, it's fine. I'm actually pretty excited to hear that one. I'm excited to do that one. The very short story, um, I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. Mm-hmm. Ryan was going to do it with me. Yeah, I knew about that. And then he yeah. just couldn't get his schedule together. And I'm, yeah. that I'm not picking on it for. It's, right. it's life. He's right. got three kids, two jobs, the whole nine yards. Right. I've got three or four jobs, blah, blah, barf. I don't have kids, but... You got it, cats. I do have cats, and one of them is very fucking needy. I love him, but oh my God. Anyway, so I told him, I said, hey man, you know I've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm just going to do it without you. Are you cool? And he goes, dude, I don't give a shit because I can't do it Mm -hmm. full time. So he will probably be my most returning hang. He'll he'll grace the show probably more than anybody because we had talked about it for so long. But anyway, and the third reason I wanted you on the show. see, See how I did that? I That's just brought really, you right back around. You like I'm really that. bad. I, I veer off a lot. You have some squirrels. I'm a veer. A veer. I can, a veerer. I, yeah. No. You, you know what I can't say? Rural. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can either. So I'm not going to try. Rural. Anyway, the other reason is, and this is gonna, this is gonna sound weird, and I don't want it to because it's purely, purely musical. From where you were a year ago, mm-hmm. year and a half ago, when I first met you and first saw you play, mm-hmm. and where you are now, mm-hmm. it's cool to have watched you grown. Does that make sense? That doesn't sound weird. Well, I didn't want it to come off weirder. No, I know, you know I've grown, how, too. You know, how, you know how people are. They take mm-hmm. shit out of context. No. I mean, I would say I've grown in a Absolutely. year. Absolutely. And, and a half. And I think it's awesome. So To being more comfortable. Yes. Because it's it's 
while you're still performing in front of people as far as musical theater versus um, band stuff, mm-hmm. it's a totally different beast. Like you, oh, you imagine. have to be yourself with a show. You can be any. You can put on another person's you know, right. persona. Well, we're gonna get into that. So let's go. <laughs> Even though this isn't an interview kind of thing, I am gonna ask you some questions because they're questions I genuinely don't know the answers to. Are you from Louisville or this area? Or yes, okay. I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and when I was about, let's see, I was in kindergarten, I believe. My mom moved us to California. Oh, shit. Yeah, with a marriage that she had. And, um, sorry, mom, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hi, Justice, mom. How you doing? (laughs) Um, anyway, so she moved us to California and I lived there until I was about in third grade. And then I moved back to Kentucky for a year to stay with my dad while she was getting a divorce. Right. And then... Everybody's um, got to get one. Yep. Well, she has three. But anyway... <laughs> I and really that, hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. And that's how we roll at the Bar Star Podcast. <laughs> Throw motherfuckers right under the bus. We just don't give two shits. <laughs> so anyway, so she was getting a divorce and my dad was like, hey, why don't why doesn't she just stay here in Kentucky with me? You know, while you're going through it, she can go to school here for the year and whatever. So I live with my dad, found out that I loved it. I've always been a daddy's girl, but like never right. really had like lived full time with him. And we just bonded and clicked and you've been here and since. all that stuff. And well, I went back for a year and my mom and I just butted heads the whole time. Is that her? I don't know. It's blowing up. <laughs> you see her ears are burning. She knows you're talking about her. Well, I did miss a call. Anyway, so her and I kind of butted heads, and then I just was like, hey, I want to live with my dad, and then I've lived here. He moved to Louisville. He was living in London, Kentucky, and then he moved to Louisville for a job opportunity, and because we're, we had been, I was born here, and um, he went to school here and went to the seminary. Right. My dad's a pastor. Do what? <laughs> my dad was a minister, went to the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. I thought it was hot when you showed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he moved here for a, a church job. Okay. That, and then no, I that, lived here That's cool. Since. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, <laughs> I asked Toback the same thing, and the only reason I bring him up again is he was born here. He moved to California, too. And then he came back. Well, get now, this. He, he, moved the... there, he moved there as an adult to try to, uh-huh. quote, make right. it. But right. it was still kind of cool. I went, well, shit. Well, we also one. went to the same high school. You and Dave? Mm-hmm. Nice. Very cool. We went I, to I love me some Hobart. I do too. Hi, buddy. <laughs> I do too. I love me some Hobie. Okay, yeah, we anyway. went to the same high school. So we have some similarities. I think he played in like uh, pits, orchestra pits. I don't know if it was sticks. There's something that needed to be hit with sticks. Hoback played it. <laughs> or played but we can, re- it. we can almost relate on that level because he's done like orchestra pits and worked in musical theater and so whenever we see each other we're able to kind of connect on that level too no i get it when did you figure out that you i hate to do this stupid cheese ball question but when did you figure out that you could sing wanted to sing were interested in it um when i was first or did you pick an instrument first i was a singer first okay um i was five years old and my dad was in a show um oklahoma and he, my dad's a singer. He was the lead in the show. Oh, nice. And, um, I mean, my dad's a singer, so there was always singing going on in my house, regardless, you right. know, what, you know. So he was in a show, and I went and was, I sat there, and I guess I was just enamored with it. And, um, you know, I would get up and do the dances and sing along. And so one day the director just asked me if I wanted to be in it at five years old. And no shit. My only question was, can I wear lipstick? <laughs> 
Not much has changed. Can I wear lipstick? Um, so, yeah. I think that's the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Can I wear lipstick? Yeah. Please. Not much has not changed. Me. Not me. Not, my lips are big enough. They don't need any <laughs> damn help. But, um, but, yeah. So, I started at five as a singer. Um, in shows, and then... Now, is that what got you into theater, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. I did it for a while, and then I kind of kind fell off the wagon just a little bit, as in, I was just in middle school, and and I went to no middle school, actually, which was, um, at the time, and I think still is, like, a feeder school into Y-Pass, so the whole reason I went to no was to go to Y-Pass. I'm not so- from here, so there's some things... Of the yeah. inner workings that I don't know. I mean, I know what Y Pass is, and I know what it's no like. Is, but you know I don't how know Lincoln's if a feeder school, like Lincoln yeah. Performing Arts, yeah. and then it's kind of like that. But so I, I went, didn't realize they were connected like that. Yeah. Okay. I went to know um, with the idea that I was going to pursue musical theater as a career. As a career. Nice. Very In middle cool. school. So. Very cool. Very cool. Not really doing that right now. Loving what I'm doing with my degree. <laughs> I don't have. Girl, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I graduated the Atlanta Institute of Music with a 4.0, and that makes me special. No, it does not. It means I yeah. I know some shit. I mean, I've I've I go through phases where I make a lot of money playing drums, and then I go through phases where it's right. I didn't get a job like right now. I well, had to go back to work. But I would never. It is what it is. I would never um, say that I didn't need my my college education because what I learned you can't teach talent, but what I learned was. Like, how to apply yourself and, like, what to, like, exactly how to audition if you're going to audition in New York, how you put your resume together, you know, just things like that that I probably wouldn't have known otherwise. Right. So, I mean, again, a lot of good I'm doing with it right now, sitting in a little fucking ducky. Okay, this is the part where the positive in me comes out. Are you happy? I am. Are you making money? I did just say to my boyfriend that I love my life. And that, you know, usually because coming back from vacation, you know, you're like, crap, I'm going back. And I was like, you know what? I'm not that upset. I really like my life. I'm happy with my life. Yeah. then quit your damn bitching. God. I'm not bitching. I'm just being a realist. I know. That's one of the things I like about you. (laughs) (sighs) But I'm pretty positive. No, you are. I'm just having a hard time. I have to. It's my job in life. Right. I am Stacy. Asked me out. She's like, why are you such a dick? Like, I'm not a dick. I just have dickish tendencies. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I just don't sugarcoat to save your fucking feelings. I kind of like it. Because then, then like I know it. what you're saying. You know where I stand. Genuine. Well, there's the genuine part, but you also know where I stand. You ask me a question, you're going to get a fucking answer. Right. I don't care if you like I'm the I'm just lucky that you like me, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So when you were doing the theater thing, did you just kind of get bored and go, man, I want to go do the band thing and try that? Or did it just kind of happen that you... It happened. It just happened? It just happened. Now, do you still do theater at all? Occasionally. Occasionally. I was doing it a lot more last year, but now that the band is getting booked a whole lot more, I'm not able to. Right. Um, And honestly... By the way, you're slacking. We've been rambling for, I don't know, a good 15 minutes. You haven't even said what band you're in. Wax Factory. <laughs> I'm the, the lead vocalist of Wax Factory. See, I got your back. Thank you. Ryan might have been pissed at me. <laughs> Waxfactoryband.com. Wait. Wait, let's try it. Yo. Yo. So. Oh, yours is way better than mine. 
Okay, anyway. So you just kind of <laughs> fell into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'd always thought I'm best at singing. I want to sing, number one. Right. Before, I mean, I like acting and dancing and all that stuff. Um, obviously, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it for like 26 right. years. Right. But um, singing is what I've always loved the most about it. And so I guess, and I guess I'll, I'll tell part of the story. Um, Sydney, my friend Sydney is in the band Juice Box Heroes. I love me something me. <laughs> and um, she was in that band, and I like had talked to her about, oh my gosh, I wish I could be in a band. That sounds so much fun. And right. So um, she kind of reached out to me and told me about Wax Factory, and it just all kind of happened. I didn't really, um, I wasn't looking for it, and that's why I feel like it was, it's good. Right. You know, like fate kind of led me to it because yeah. it wasn't something I was necessarily looking for. It had been in the back of my mind, like that would be so cool to be in a band. And like I loved live music. I was I was in the live music scene as and I knew a lot of people in Louisville right. that were like I knew a few people before even becoming the singer for Wax Factory. Right. Just from all because I always loved to go to bars that played live music. Right. You know? No, and, and that's why I asked you that because I don't. Everybody knows me. Knows that there's certain parts of my memory that is just shit. My memory is garbage for certain things. Um, so I don't remember exactly when it was, but I remember I had a night off and I texted Ryan and I said, "Where are you playing?" That part I don't remember, but he said he told me and I showed up and he said, or he texted me back and he said, "Hey, I've got a new singer. You need to come check her out. She's awesome." And I went, mm -hmm. "Okay, who is it?" And he said, "Jessica." And I, I don't. Okay, whatever. I didn't know who you were. Right. And I remember going, and and he was like, "Dude, he said you're really gonna like the singer. I'm I'm kind of turning the band in a different direction, and it's it's really gonna it's gonna be really cool. And you should just check it out." I said, "Okay." So then you guys started playing, and you started singing. I went, "Damn!" And then he told me later about the theater thing, and you mm -hmm. and I met. Well, I mean, we right. didn't really talk, but I just remember thinking, and I told Ryan this. I said, "That's a really cool direction for him to go." I really like. Mm -hmm. what you bring to the band. Um, and then, like I said earlier, watching you grow over the last year and a half has been really cool. Mm -hmm. And I say that as a, as a, an old dude that's been playing music forever. Right. So there's and no, this is my first band. Right. Ever. And that's the other reason I why I think it's the cool. Wire when I said that, that's all right. <laughs> okay. I'll fix it. Um, but that's the other reason why I think it's cool because I know this is your first band. Yeah. Which is really awesome. By the way, total squirrel moment. Cause we're going to have a few of those. Mm -hmm. Are you a fan of Lizzie Hale? The answer is yes. Yes. Do you not know who Lizzie Hale is? No. Oh. You not have you not ever heard of the band Hailstorm? Yes. Logan likes me to has had me listen to Hailstorm. Yes. I yes, I know who that is because she was at Louder Than Life and I saw her there and I liked her. I was about to kick you off for the show for real. <laughs> I ain't even gonna everybody knows I do this in my office. I was gonna kick you out of my office. Not off <laughs> get the out show. of my office. Just get the hell out. Beat it. No, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I only know because my boyfriend Logan Jackson has had me listen to it. Her. <clears throat> so yeah. you can thank him. He's another topic for another day. <laughs> He knows what I told him at Wix. Damn him. You know, um, he finally mentioned that. I, w I did waited. He? I didn't mention it first. <laughs> I just waited for when he was going to tell me what you said. Did he finally tell you? He finally told me. We're not going to tell on the microphone what he said. <laughs> what I said to him. But that's good that he finally told you. Yeah. That's pretty funny. No, I like him. He's a good kid. Yeah. Um, so, fast forward. You, you have been in the band for about a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, I think I... Um, let me think. It had to be. I think it's been about a year and a half. Because yeah. shortly after I met you, I filled in. 
for yeah, Ryan. Yeah, but I wasn't uh, lead singer then. But you were still singing. But I was in the band, yeah. yeah. you and Andy were yeah. both singing I started together. out as a fill-in, and also because I had just never done the band thing, really. So, right. like, it was best that I just started out as a fill-in. <laughs> Trust me. I don't know if I would have flirt. Actually, Andy helped a lot, because watching her, I, I kind of got a feel for what's going for on what's going and, on and yeah. I, I was able to kind of ease into it i liked it way better than like being thrown into something like okay wolves. now you're you know here's a fire don't get burned so no, yeah I, I get it yeah i get it now that that completely makes sense and and i could see where she would have been good for you for that and and how you can kind of because she's been doing it for a while right and she knows yeah. the ins and outs and we were and able that. to kind of um well, when I filled in, I kind of noticed you guys were playing off each other, yeah. and you would kind of watch her, and I don't mean that in a weird way. You no, would yeah, just yeah. kind of see, okay, she's going to go here, right. that's how this works, and then before you know it, center is all you. Right. I was able to have moments where I just sang by myself, um, and then in those moments, I kind of got more of a feel for what was going on. Right. But again, especially with, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that with tracking, do, do people know we track our songs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've already talked about that on the show. Okay. And okay. most people know. I Gas Money, We I use a lot. Of, I shouldn't say a lot. I use quite a few tracks. Okay. Um, You just... With following the tracks, it's hard. It's, it's something... It's super hard. Absolutely. And it actually, the theater background helped with that because... I can see that. Because I'm used to... I mean, there's been a few shows where you have to sing along to just... a. Tr- you're singing along to a full track. Right. And so... With everything. So being precise helped with that. That makes complete sense. And I think most people know nowadays that there's a lot of tracks going on. Now, the only issue that me personally... The only issue I have with tracks is if you're flying... Meaning that's in the tracks. Mm -hmm. If you're flying vocals and guitar parts and bass parts and drum parts... And string... If you're flying all that... Right. Fucking beat it. Right. If you're adding some layers and some string sections, just like I talked about on one of the episodes, when we were in Heaven Hill in his original band, on our record, we had, uh, one song had a Hammond B3 organ in it. Mm -hmm. First of all, we don't know anybody that's going to lug around a Hammond B3 organ, (laughs) number one. Number two, we were in an original band, which means we weren't making that much money. We're right. not paying a guy to come to show up with. It, it was just stupid. Right. So we just took that track of the Hammond mm-hmm. B3 organ and we stuck it in a in a basically a box. I'm not going to get too technical with people, but we stuck it in a box and then push go and that would come out on the right. song. That kind of stuff all day long. Everybody knows that. Almost everybody does that now. Right. So don't feel bad about. Yeah. I don't know if. Yeah. Everybody yeah. fucking knows. You're um, fine with that. So, but yeah, so watching her was, it made it a whole lot easier, seriously. Nice. To, um, to be able to just see kind of what was going on from the background and then be able to step into it. Right. I know you said earlier that you don't, you don't do a whole lot of theater anymore. Do you miss it? Or are you just, are you so comfortable and so into the band thing that you're just, you know, on the creative side and the singing side, you're just good with where you are. I'm good. Um, the only way that I do shows these days, and I hope this doesn't come across as snobby, but it's, if it's something I just really want to do because a lot of these shows I don't get paid for. I mean, they're volunteer time and that it's a lot of time to commit. No, I get it. And, um, and you know, anyone who is in theater will agree with that. Um, it's just a lot of time to commit for not getting paid and like, you have to really love it and you have to really want to do it. Otherwise you're just going to be bitter. And I've I've been through both. Like, ugh, I don't want to go to this rehearsal. But if it's something I really want to do, like I just did Jekyll and Hyde, and I, 
that's like a dream role for me, that show. I think I saw pictures of that. So, um, yeah, that was like something that I really wanted to do. No, and that that's cool. I would That was a curiosity question for me. I just wanted to know. Okay, so you've listened to the show. Mm-hmm. A show or two. And your man loves my show. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> so we're going to move on to social media issues. So, what do you got for me? What bugs you about social media issues? Um, or, or because nobody's said anything yet, if you have something nice to say about social media, that's fine too. But, basically is what... I got two sides of the coin. I'm in already. I'm I think I've, I think I've um, touched on this, actually, in a few posts that I've made. Um, I love social media because I, from being in theater, have a lot of friends across the world. Uh-huh. And, and so I love being able to see what they're doing, right. to keep in touch with them. Like, oh, this person's traveling to Greece, and this person's doing this and that. And like, oh, my friends are so cool. Yay, go you. <laughs> Like rah rah, I'm I'm such like a I, I love the love button. But Actually, that is true. I've seen you. I do you've love the love post button. Of mine, and I'm like, why would she love that? That's, because I'm wow. because I'm just like, oh, that's so wonderful. Love. Oh my god, you're Clicky. making me think that my soul is blacker than it is. <laughs> um, anyway, go ahead. But so I love social media in that I can stay connected. Right. Um. Which is. FYI, for the idiots that abuse it, is why it was invented. Right. Sorry, carry on. But what I don't love about social media... Here we go. ...is how people are constantly comparing their lives to other people, not knowing what their, like, what their demons are. You see this perfect life of somebody on social media, and you're like, oh my god, my life sucks because my life isn't like theirs, or my body's not like theirs, not knowing that they put 5,000 filters on themselves, used a Facetune nap to make them skinnier, and this and that and whatever, and you're just comparing yourself to these people that aren't even who they are. It's ridiculous. What's funny? I love you for all of that right now. <laughs> because I was going to save this for a solo show, but since you brought it up, because by the way, you're the first one to bring up something a little bit different. Weirdly, almost everybody so far has talked about videoing, videoing of shows and putting up too many videos oh. of just dumb shit. Yeah, um, that too, but... But I was going to save this for a solo show, but since you brought it up, I get why chicks do it. The the whole... I call it the beauty app. The filtering. Yeah, the filter. I do it. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no. I'm going to Wait, let me finish because right you're going to like this. Okay. You're going to like this. I get why chicks do it. Right. You guys can do what you want. Some of y'all go a little overboard because, <laughs> bitch, your teeth ain't that white. Mm-hmm. Not you. I'm just... I'm looking to my right if there was a camera in here. <laughs> your teeth ain't that white, bitch. Stop. But I lose my shit when guys do it. I fucking I hate wanna it. I want to know who does it now. Like, not, what, that's a male. One of them is a very good friend of mine, and that's all I'm going to say. And I give him shit every time he does it. But I see, I see a lot of guys do it. Guys that I know and guys that I really? don't know. Yes. I'm and I'm shocked. like, dude, your fucking skin is not that smooth. Right. I'm 43. I got crow's feet. I got some fucked up wrinkles. I earned that shit. And the chrome on my the bottom of my chin, I earned that chrome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not filtering that shit out. Right. And I see guys do it, and then I then I say the same thing I said about the chick, motherfucker. Your teeth ain't that white. <laughs> you it's, need to stop. It's true. It's just it's this That's over funny. filtering of life, life in general. Maybe yeah. not just 
your physical appearance, but nobody talks about... You're painting a facade. Yeah, nobody talks about the hardships, unless they're trying to make Facebook into a diary and talk about how shitty their day was and how shitty their life is and how much la-la-la. It's because they want pity. <laughs> See, he told you I had a few things to say. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so cute. <laughs> but No, that's good, though, because... Well, in... I've said this a few times, uh, at least in two or three different episodes. One of the reasons I wanted to do a social media section uh, or social media issues section is because everybody views it differently. Mm-hmm. Most of the musicians that I know that I've had on the show and, and most of my friends that I don't have on the show, we talk about shit. Obviously, you know this. Mm-hmm. You and I have had several conversations before. But most of them will veer towards one thing or another. They kind of stay in the same realm. They will usually veer in one direction or another, but you're you're going to a completely different place. And I don't know if it's because you're a girl. I don't know if it's because you're half of our age. And when I say our, most of the guys that have been on the show are mm-hmm. my age. Mm-hmm. So it's, to me, it's just interesting. But that's why I wanted to have a social media issue section to see what everybody likes and doesn't like or mm-hmm. give or take. Well, I'm okay with that and I can right. give a shit less. But a lot of people always go back to... Mm-hmm. Exactly what you just said. Like when I had Chris on the show, he was talking about live in the moment. People don't. Right. People don't people live are in the moment. so into this. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not even going to sit here and be a hypocrite and say that I don't enjoy social media. Or oh, that I, I do. don't get on it or that I'm probably get on it too much. I mean, Logan's constantly like, put your phone down, put your phone down, put your phone down. <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm on it that much, but may, you know, maybe I truly am. Right. And it's mo- <laughs> mostly the reasons I get on social media is to laugh at memes. I'm going to be honest, is to, is to watch funny videos. <laughs> Seriously. Or like laugh at funny things that people say. Well, That's why I, I like that. to get on it. That's why I like it a lot, just to kind of scroll. No, I, scroll and I along. get it. I just, I, I think it's, I find it fascinating because everybody views it for so many different things. There's the whole age thing too, because like I've said a, a couple times already, you're half my age. Almost, mm-hmm. what are you, 26? 26. I'm 43, so you're almost half my age, a mm-hmm. couple of years off. But it, it's interesting. And you're a girl, so you look at things differently than I, I would anyway because I'm old, fat, fat. Okay, I'm not fat. I'm fat. lying. I'm not fat. Oh I'm kind of cute Here for an old go. guy. No, somebody called me fat the other day. That's why Are I said you serious? That. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I turned around and I went, now I'm not saying I'm in shape, but fat? I don't, I don't fucking think so. And then about... Five hours later, it kind of hurt my feelings. Oh. That's a lie. I don't have any feelings. Everybody knows that. Okay. Um, so One time I said that to a girl that really pissed me off, and then I went back and was like, I'm sorry, you're just a bitch. You're not a fat bitch. <laughs> that fat part was wrong of me to say. So there. I'm leaving that there just like it is. I'm moving on to uh, stories from the stage. Oh, gosh. This one's the hard one. Stories from the stage. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to gently toss you under the bus. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. Okay. Because you and I were talking before I hit record, and you kept telling me, I got nothing. I got nothing. So I'm going to. I'm going to guide you a little bit. Okay. You had to have had at least one theater show where something got fucked up. That's true. So would that count? <laughs> Absolutely. Was it, were you okay. on a stage? Yes. 
I was. Didn't no, you? wait. Was I? Yeah. Was it a show? It was a show. I was on the stage and then I went backstage. Does that count? That counts. <laughs> okay, so. Chris's story uh-huh. was a fight with Santa, his elves, and a black eye on purpose. His hmm. guitar player made his other his drummer punch him. It was not on a stage, but it was a good story because it was right after the stage. So, yes, it counts. Um, so, I was in a show called Brigadoon um, at the JCC, which is where I do a lot of my shows. It's actually called Center Stage, but it's at the Jewish Community Center. Right. And um, this was before I left for college. It was years ago. I don't know. Yes, because you're so old, bitch. Care- Move on. Come on. <laughs> Carry Let's on. Go. Let's go. So I was in a show called Brigadoon, and I was playing the supporting role, and there's this um, big scene where everybody in the town is on the stage, and um, there's a part in it where we're all supposed to turn and look and go, Charlie, because this person comes on stage, this right. character named Charlie comes on stage, and that's the motivating line, Charlie. And then he goes into this song called Go Home with Bonnie Jean. It's this huge dance number. You know how musical theater is. So, I'm already fucking tired. So, <laughs> so, you know, everyone's on the stage, and I actually think I exited before this big line, so I'm the only one off stage at this point. Everybody else is on stage. Right. So I go off stage, and then this person's supposed to come in, and no, and nobody's there. Nobody's there. Like the the line is Charlie. Like there's no way you can cover that <laughs> because the line is Charlie. And then he and then he has a line, and then it goes into a song. Like, are you trying to tell me that Charlie didn't show? Charlie didn't show. So, so everyone's looking because he comes off, he comes on at the direction I come off. So everyone's looking at me. Right. And I'm like, I didn't uh, do it. <laughs> I don't know what you, I can't come on the stage and like, you know, like what am I supposed to do? So I'm thinking, okay, do I go downstairs and try and get this actor or do I, like, what do I do? And all of a sudden his mic is on. So we, so we are all wear body mics. Right. Um, and his mic is on, they've turned him up like he was going to be coming on the stage, and you just hear, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Over the sound system. In a Jewish community center. (laughs) You just hear, fuck! And then he... (laughs) So, the backstage dressing room area is downstairs, below the stage, so you have to climb all the way up these stairs just to get to the stage, and you hear... Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like running, like hauling ass up the stairs. He comes in and people are like, at this point, nobody's really said anything because we're all, they all just are kind of like trying to play it off like they're looking at stuff in the market. (laughs) The main character, instead of saying anything, looks in her basket like, hmm, turns away from the audience. And he comes on stage and everyone looks at him and goes, Charlie! And then he forgot half the words in the song that day, too. But he got the one word right. Fuck! Fuck! It's a good thing there's parental advisory on this. Oh, yeah. Well, look. Somebody asked me about that total squirrel moment. Somebody asked me why there's parental advisory and why I say the words I do. and It's the fucking way I talk. It just is. Right. Most of us talk that way. People that say they don't talk that way, I tend not to believe them. Now, there's different levels. Right. Depending on my mood, which you've seen me several hundred times by this point. My mood really doesn't change much. Yeah. I'm usually kind of the same person. But yeah. depending on my mood, 
and I will be a little bit worse. But for the most part, it's just the way I talk. We I've done that for years. Most right. musicians and most people, it's Theater just too. what the yeah. fuck we do. Right. So get over it. Okay. Now, because you begrudgingly let me lead you, I'm going to give you ammo. Okay. Our running joke between you and I that you give me shit for all the time. <laughs> and it is a story from the stage. And I'm going to admit it publicly. <laughs> Again, this is where I want a camera. She's in here clapping. <laughs> beaming. Kids, she's beaming. <laughs> like I just handed her roses. <laughs> Fuck you, Jess. <laughs> anyway, most of my musician buddies know this. Now the world will know. I graduated the Atlanta Institute of Music. With a 4.0. I can play dream theater shit. I can play Rush shit, even though I don't fucking like to. I can play all kinds of shit. I cannot play Jesse's Girl. <laughs> Which I didn't know until... I filled in for Ryan the first time you and I played together. Yeah, and, and I didn't I know. fucking train wrecked it. And I, but you know what? When I... <laughs> To your account, you played it without saying anything. You played it without saying, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I tried it. I'll, I'll, I I figured, I, I was like, you know what? I, the song's my fucking, it, I think every musician has a song like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, jokes aside. I mean, I'm still throwing myself under the bus. I can't fucking play the song. But jokes aside, I think everybody has that one, it's just that one tune for <laughs> whatever reason you just, you can't wrap your fucking head around. I can play shit in 9-8. Mm-hmm. You can play shit in 11-8. Anybody heard the avant-garde dog record? Listen right. to Entwined. That shit's fucking hard. Can't play Jesse's Girl. Damn pop song. But when I got the call and I saw I saw it on the list and I went, God damn it, motherfucker. To be fair, I didn't know that. And I'm the one that made the list. Well, it was... Actually, you know what? I don't think I made the list. It, do- it doesn't matter. The point I was getting at, it was a filling gig. It's not my gig. Right. I had to go fill in for my buddy Ryan, who, for whatever reason, he double booked. I don't remember the circumstances. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But it's not my gig. I'm hired to do a job. I'm going to go do the job. And everything was cool. And I kept looking. <laughs> I remember this. We were at Gerstle's. And I kept looking down going, four more songs. Three more songs. Two more songs. And I'm looking at Jeff. And Jeff kind of knew. I think Todd O'Mara was there, too. Oh, yeah. And he knew it was coming. Todd. <laughs> so we do this tune. And the whole time I'm sweating. I bust. I charted the damn thing note for note. I did the whole thing. And I get to the end and I'm like, holy fuck, I made it. Nope, train wrecked it. And you know what made it so bad that I train wrecked it? Why? I knew I was going to because I just can't play that fucking song. Was Todd O'Meara laughed and clapped and clapped and stood up and cackled and howled like somebody shot me. I didn't know what was going on because I, I didn't know. Fucking like, douchebag. That's right, Todd. You're a douchebag. I love you, <laughs> but you're a douchebag. But there you go. There it is. Now the world knows mine and your little running joke that once you figured out that I can't play Jesse's Girl, now you think it's funny. <laughs> and there's the giggle. <laughs> All right. So there you go. The world knows that I cannot play Jesse's Girl. And because I train wrecked it with you on our first time playing together... That's where the inside joke comes from. Yes. Yeah, so if you ever see that, anybody that's, and you don't know, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I finally admitted it <laughs> publicly. 
I hate your face. <laughs> no, you don't. You're right. I love you. Oh, my God. You're so cute. <sighs> All right. So let's move on to what are you listening to? All right. So. Freeze. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was fantastic. Just for the record, I'm not editing that. That was awesome. Okay. Ready. Okay, seriously, what are you listening okay. to? What are you what are you jamming on? What are you what are you digging right now? So, I when you, I thought about that question and I was like, honestly, this is the hardest question for me. Not the social media question and not even the stage question. This is a hard question for me because I don't ever know what to tell people when they're always like, "What's your favorite music?" or or what do you listen to the most? Or I don't really Now, let's I, I'm only going to interrupt you for one reason because People ask me that question all the time. My students ask me, yeah. from my friend, I have a favorite nothing. Yeah, I listen to everything, really. I, when, I, but I have a favorite Depends. nothing in life. The yeah. only three things that I have favorites are coffee, drums, and I'm not saying the third one. <laughs> but seriously, I don't, I, especially music, I can't pick a favorite anything. Mm-hmm. So we'll just talk about it openly on the show right now. When I say what are you jamming to, like if you've heard something recently that you used to listen to or something mm-hmm. new that's kind of caught you, you go, oh, that's kind of cool that you would recommend to somebody. For example, I recommended Anook to mm-hmm. Carl the other day, my, our Anouk. buddy Carl Stock. Yeah. Um, Anook is a Dutch singer. She's kind of all over the map. In English is her second language, but she sings all her songs in English. So sometimes it's kind of funny when you catch certain words and go, that phrase makes no sense. But she's really cool and she's really diverse. And I am, I got borderline infatuated with her music. Um, she always hires a different band for every record she's done. Um, every tour she's done, she's always hired a different band. Uh, and there was one tour she did in 2008. She very, she, I don't think she's ever played in America, ever. Um, but she did a tour in 2008 in Europe, mm-hmm. and she had a drummer named Oscar something. I can't remember the guy's last name, and honestly, even if I could, I couldn't pronounce it. But this dude is a monster player. So I really went down mm-hmm. this. I called it the Anook rabbit hole. I mean, I had to search a long time to get her records because mm-hmm. I couldn't find them over here. I could mm-hmm. find one or two, but I ended up ordering most of her stuff from, um, I think a lot of it came from Germany. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, but that's what I mean. I don't mean anything that's that's like your favorite. Right. Just something that you kind of, oh man, I haven't heard that in forever, or oh hey, that's cool. Who is that? That kind of thing. Right. Um. So I will ask you the question again. <laughs> okay, smarty pants. Before you mentioned the I'm smart and I got pants on. <laughs> Before you mentioned the Jesse's girl thing, when you asked me that question, I was really ar- why you got to bring up I was shit up already again? geared and ready to be like, oh, you want to know what I'm listening to? Hang on. You know what I'm listening to? You can't do that. <laughs> I'll have to pay for it. <laughs> you need to pay for that ad? Yeah. <laughs> I have to pay for that ad. That would have been good if I could have got away with it. <laughs> you have to pay for it. Now, so that I don't. That I don't. Oh, if you would have actually played the song, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would have had to pay for that. And I love you, but not that much. Do you have to pay for that? Nope. And I'm doing the tings, too. You are doing the tings. 
Okay. I'll let it go. <laughs> Y'all don't see the face he's giving me right now. Um, gosh. Well, Whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking also, I got to play DJ on the trip down to New Orleans to get on the cruise ship. Right. And so I was thinking, you know, like for 12 hours, what do you listen to? I get it. And I was finding that a lot of the things that I would always click was a lot of 90s music. I love 90s music. That's fine. And um, Chris Stapleton. I could listen to anything. Yeah, I love some Chris Stapleton. And he's coming to, hang on, Forecastle this year. Somebody was telling me something about Forecastle, and I don't remember what they were saying, but I do remember somebody was saying that he was coming. Guess who I'm going to see in March, which will be probably somewhere around the time this episode posts. Yeah. Pink. Oh, I I'm wanted tickets. So excited. I wanted tickets for Christmas, but I didn't get them. I'm so excited. One I of really our, want to see her. She's... Of, I've seen all her videos, and yeah. I mean, all her. I, that came out like I'm a child. I mean, I've watched all her concert videos. Um, mm-hmm. The one, the tour she did in Australia was amazing. Um, but one of mine and Stacy's very good friends got us uh, pink tickets for our wedding gift, which is amusing to me to say because most people that know me know that Stacy and I have been together for over nine years, but we just got married. <laughs> right <laughs> for our wedding. Gift. Yeah, but so is our wedding gift. But no, uh, I'm really excited about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Chris Stapleton is a big one that I picked um, just to, that's something I could listen to any song. I don't skip ahead. I just listen. And I actually have a record player at home and he's, you know, with records you can't really skip ahead. And he's one that I have. Nice. That I just love to listen to. Very cool. You're a vinyl girl. I am a little bit, yeah. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Um, And Mumford & Sons is another (sighs) one that I... Really, really like. I'd love to go to one of their concerts, Mumford and Sons. I would like to see them too. I uh, I didn't get really, really deep into them, but I got in enough where I really respect the shit out of what they do. But I love things with almost a bluegrass undertone. Like I like banjo, and I love banjo oh, nice. music. And I and so that's a lot. I like a lot of old country, and I think that's why I really like Chris Stapleton. I, um, no, I could see that. As far as the connection, I could see yeah. that. Are you um, totally, uh, again, squirrel moment, are you a uh, Keith Urban fan? No, but the I The answer did, is yes. I did hear a song of his today. <laughs> I was getting to this, actually, going to mention Keith Urban, but you took it away from my... <laughs> I, was, I do that. I take shit. <laughs> I was in the car today, and I usually just listen to country radio, or I'll just listen to like 99.7 or something like that. Do you have to pay for that if I say that? No. I don't have to pay for anything that comes out of the holes in our faces, but if you put an actual song that I don't own, because you do know all the music on the show is yes, all mine. Yes, it's yours, yeah. which I think is really cool. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but that's nice for you to say. Mm-hmm. But if I do, um, if I put anything that is done by a national artist, I, I do have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, so I was in the car listening to Keith Urban today, and he has a new song out called Female. Female. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's a very cool song. I loved it, and I had never heard it before, and I'm sitting in the car, and I'm just kind of not really paying attention, just kind of playing in the background, and then I was like, wait a minute, I don't know this song, and then I kind of started like listening to the words. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I'm going to challenge you on my show. Okay. 
um, because since you and I are, are are friends, I know what episodes you've listened to and which ones you haven't. I know mm-hmm. you have not listened to the one that I talked about, Keith Urban. So mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge you on the show. Go check some of his stuff out. He, and I'm not, because I've already talked about it on another episode, but I will tell you because you're sitting in front of me, top five concert I've ever been to. Really? Yeah, and I've I've seen thousands of shows. At the, and I'm not talking about the ones I've played, just gone and seen. Right. I've seen thousands of shows. His show at Yum Center three or four years ago, whenever we went, one of my top five shows I've ever been to. Interesting. Fucking amazing. Interesting. And I really, really got into him after that show. I was kind of into him before. Like I, and I don't mm. even want to say the hits, but there was a few songs I, I, I heard. And I was like, man, fucking dude's good. Right. I, I'm, and I'm not a huge country guy. Most people know me about right. that. And you know, you've known me long enough. I don't say anything sucks. I'll just tell you I don't like it. It right. doesn't suck. It's just not for me. Right. So I've never been a huge country guy, but I just, after that show, I was fucking hooked. That dude yeah. is so good. But yeah, I, I I challenge you on the show. Huh. Go, go check out some of his stuff, well, especially. Well, you know what? I almost did today because I was like, I really like that female song. That go. will probably be knowing him. I, I don't know him personally, but knowing his history of the way he releases records, I'm sure he's got a new record coming soon. His last record was Ripcord. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would tell you to start there. Ripcord. It's the newest record. Interesting. So good. You know that song, "Blue Ain't Your Color." Yes, that is on That's that an record. Awesome song. I do that, love song that song is on your is on that record. That do you know the song. fighter that he did with Carrie Underwood? Maybe that's Probably on that I've record too. Go check that record out. You're challenged. That's it. Yeah. I challenged you. Done. Gauntlet has been thrown. Gauntlet has been thrown. All right. So before we wrap this thing up, what is it about '90s music you like? And the reason I'm asking is because of your age. Um. What year were you born? Ninety-one. Being born in 91 doesn't have anything to do with what music you listen to. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know. What is it about 90s music you dig? Some of it is nostalgia. Some of it's like, oh, like you just, you just, it takes you back to. Well, for you, it would have been the late 90s. Yeah. And, um, I, and I get that. A lot of it's nostalgia. Um, or is it nostalgia or nostalgia? Tomato, it, tomato. <laughs> is it nostalgia? Which one is it? <laughs> I say nostalgia. 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 But but I'm not, I, I mean, I, what the fuck do I okay, know? Okay, I'll say nostalgia. Some of this is nostalgia. I'm tattooed white trash, girl. I don't know shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think it's just, you know, bringing you back to a place of like, for me, um, of like knowing every word to every song. And they just come out of your brain. I don't even know. I can't remember words that I'm singing in a cover band, but I can remember <laughs> every word to Dream Song or Say La Vie. that's awesome the the reason i asked um is what is it you like about 90s one because of your age i knew some of the late 90s stuff you would have been Mm preteen nine ten years old whatever i -hmm. I suck at math four and eight i got you um but the reason i asked is because as a musician who's been doing this as long as i have i think some of the 90s stuff gets overlooked yeah i agree now that being said there was tons of garbage that came out of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Or one-hit wonders. And yeah, which, hey, I'd be a one-hit wonder. They got more money than I do. Right. But I think a lot of the 90s stuff gets overlooked. That's why I asked you mm-hmm. if it was, what is it about the 90s stuff that you dig? Because I think there was a, and you may or may not agree with this, or I may be talking over your head, because I don't know what if you get into production values and all that kind of shit. I'm obsessed with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
looking at the way technology is or was the history of technology mm-hmm. early mid 90s that's where everything started to shift technology wise and production wise and they were doing all these different tricks in the studio mm-hmm. and they would try this on this record and they would try that on that record and it and it would work for this artist but it wouldn't work for that artist and i think that's a a little bit of where the the shift of the garbage came from. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, everybody knows Nirvana changed everything and hair metal went out and all that bullshit. And I'm mm-hmm. not even talking about that. Mm-hmm. I just think somewhere in the mid-90s, they started doing... They ex- were experimenting with all these production values and all these tricks in the studio. And some of it went great and some of it was just, please don't ever fucking do that again. Right. I, that's my opinion. I could be mm-hmm. way wrong, but that's what I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Partially. I think it's just... It makes you want to sing along for me. Right. I don't know. It's just. Well, that's for you. But I mean, why do you think it gets overlooked? Why do you think it... I don't know. Because um, you did agree. It does. I think it's because people immediately jump to 80s hair metal and rock as to cover. Right. Um, Or they jump to like now. Right. Or they'll go way back like Temptations, all that stuff. Right. Um. The 90s don't really get done a lot, maybe, just because they think it might be too hard to do. Unless you're gas money. Unless you're gas money. Because we do a lot of 90s stuff. I know, and it's way more complicated than you'd think. (laughs) I know because I filled in. (laughs) And you did fantastic. (laughs) You did. Well, it's funny that you say that, and and I'm not, I'm just talking about this because you brought it up. That shit is a lot harder than people think it is. It really is. Or that You're like, oh yeah, was, easy, however. cool. Like yeah. when I for you first asked me, I was like, yeah, yeah, I got this. I got it. No and then we get closer to it, and I'm like, I don't got it. Say yes to it. Well, it's it's funny because on that same hand, country stuff is harder than people think it is because there was a a very short lived country band that Todd and I started called mm-hmm. Willow Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've I wrote about it in the book, and I admit it now. I, I fucked that band up. That's why that band is no more. I take full responsibility for it. What I did is irrelevant. It wasn't anything bad. Mm-hmm. But when we were doing that band, and Todd and I were building it, I was like, "Fucking country!" As a drummer, especially, I was like, "Ah, it's fucking easy." Uh, uh-uh. uh, that shit's hard. It's way harder than I thought. And the reason I think it was harder is there's a group of guys and girls in Nashville. Mm-hmm. They're the core studio fuckers. Oh right, and that's all they do, and mm-hmm. they got that shit on lock. And mm-hmm. they're so harmonies good. too. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I'm a horrible singer. I mean, I sing a lot of backup and gas money, but that's just to fill space. Todd mm-hmm. has to give me the note. I freely admit it. I'm a shitty singer. I can sing the hell out of ACDC, but you that's not what singing. Ryan's that's really screaming. good at singing. You want to know what Ryan's really good at singing? What? Jesse's girl. <laughs> he really is, and that's not a dig to you. He really sings it. He is singing at like two gigs while he played the tambourine. You know what makes this even worse, kids? We're at the end of the show and she took that last shot at me and my fucking coffee cup's empty. <laughs> Ask him. He'll admit it. I ain't asking him shit. <laughs> well, that's it, kids. Thought I was kidding, didn't you? We're done. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> that's it. Unless you want to go anywhere else. What else you want to get out into the into the I world? I don't know. I like talking. You can talk about you can come back anytime. You can come back anytime you want to. Or we can keep going. We can go down a rabbit hole. It's up to you. Or is it wormhole? Maybe that's a whole new hole of a hole. 
Courtney Love. She's nothing but a hole. <laughs> oh my God. Some people her. will get that joke, some people will not. <laughs> She's nothing but a hole. Some people hey. will get it, some people will not. You didn't get it, did you? No, I did. Okay. I got Let me it. Just check. Are you sure? I think so. <laughs> now I'm nervous. What band was Courtney Love in? Oh, I don't get it then. Hole. Oh. oh. I just thought you were making fun of her because she was slutty. No, I don't know nothing about her. I I'm just making up that she's slutty. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed. She's trashy. Well, yeah. I don't think she's ever going to be listening to this, so I'm not really ashamed of saying she's I'm not ashamed of saying anything. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but that joke is funny, though. I think it's funny. It amuses me. Well, did you make it up? Actually, no. I can't take credit for it. Um, I heard that... She's nothing but a hole. I heard that years ago. <laughs> somebody said something to me, but they were... We were talking about music and bands or something, and somebody said something about, well, do you, do you like a... Nirvana or whatever it was, and I was like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm not a huge fan. I, I respect what they did mm-hmm. music history-wise. I'm not a huge fan. And they said, well, yeah, his his wife, Courtney Love, she's nothing but a hole. And it took me about five minutes to get it, because it was at the time that Hole had that hit, uh, mm-hmm. Doll Parts or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And about five minutes later, I'm in the other room by myself, and I bust out laughing. I start cracking myself up because I got it. <laughs> So that's the story of that job. And I don't remember who told me. I really don't. I would give him credit if I could remember. (laughs) She's nothing but a hole. (laughs) See, it's funny. (laughs) That shit's funny. Uh, (laughs) I'm mostly laughing at you laughing. (laughs) Ah, Well, the end of this show went to shit. I know. I, I messed it up. No, you didn't. You didn't mess anything up. Seriously, you can come back anytime. But I do want to thank you for hanging out, for coming over. Thank you. <laughs> That's what to say here. I was still being recorded. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. What is the matter with you, child? I don't know. Did you get lost? No. No, I mean mentally did you get oh. lost for a second? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> Okay, I have to go back to the leading you part now, okay. don't I? Do I have to lead you again? Yes. Okay, fine. I'll ask you some questions and you just answer. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Don't you know? Okay, seriously, thank you for coming over and hanging out. I appreciate it. Did you have a good time? Yes. Did you have fun? Yes. Did you learn anything about me? No, I feel like I mostly talked about myself. And that was the point. High five in a microphone. I don't think that felt very good on their ears. I've done a couple of those. I learned about a nook Nash. and Keith Urban. Yes. Oh, you have to check out a nook. She's she's really really cool. And I I did challenge you. Yes. So when this... maybe when I come back next time, I'll talk about it. Oh. Uh-huh. I think you should. I think you should. You can you can tell the kids what you've learned. I can't. This is what I learned, kids. <laughs> this is what I learned. <laughs> and then I have different questions next time. Well, you didn't really have questions. Questions, but that's true. I, different I, things, topics. Yeah, to think different about. topics. Well, I, I don't know. I, I've said this before about the show, and, and as of right now, I don't have any plans to change it because I like the social media issues. 
Um, I like stories from the stage because I've gotten some good ones. And I bet I, you have. I still have all my story. I've got stories for fucking I want to hear day. Ryan's stories from the stage. I really do. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, because I feel like I've heard some, but like I feel like maybe I haven't heard the best of the best. No. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I've given my best of the best. I mean, a lot of people still talk about the very first one on the very first episode, the metal band in a hippie bar everybody thinks that shit's funny so and i let logan listen to that one and i was like listen to this you'll relate <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's what got him hooked onto your podcast was that story it, it's possible but uh, I, that I have... and the bands that look like shit thing oh yeah yeah because yeah, he fully yeah. agrees yeah 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 but uh, it, it's funny because a lot of people are like dude did that really fucking yes that really happened it for real happened it was fucking horrible but i can um, imagine huh i can imagine oh yeah but it, it, looking back on it now it, oh my god it's so funny <laughs> oh my god we were so cute things usually are funnier that like looking back than in the moment <laughs> in the moment you're like okay yeah no i want to shoot myself because i'm emo <laughs> this is art <laughs> so fucking i am fart. bearing my soul here it's a fart in church is what that shit was can't spell fart without art. Wow. <laughs> Can't spell tart without art. <laughs> Can't spell shart without art. You totally went shart, didn't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I mean, you went there. Went to shart, yeah. You went to shart. But it sounded like I sharted, and I did not. <laughs> Now. Oh my god. <laughs> that is why you are awesome. <laughs> Please edit that out. Oh hell no. <laughs> okay, seriously, we're we're out of here. Uh thank you guys for, for hanging out with us. Uh I hope you learned something about Miss Jessica A. She's a good kid, hell of a singer, so go see Wax Factory. Yes, please. Or check us out on WaxFactoryBand.com. That'll be $2.50, Ryan Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Royalties, bitch, royalties. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, don't forget to check out Prophecy Inc., like I said. Anybody that mentions the Bar Star podcast will get 10% off their tattoo. I am a huge supporter of them, have been for years. Obviously, everybody has seen all my ink, and they are cool enough to support this show, and I very much appreciate it. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you learned something about Miss Jessica. I hope you will go see Wax Factory if you have not already. And as I say at the end of every episode, go do some shit. Seriously, go. Jess, tell them. Oh, I thought you were telling me to leave. No, I was telling them to go leave. Go do some shit. Yeah, go. Get out and see our band. See? I love it. We're playing at Gersel's this Saturday. Oh, no, we're not. (laughs) Because this won't be released. (laughs) I give up. (laughs) So until next time, I will talk with you soon.